What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Dave. And this is Devin. And you're listening to the Dave and Dev Podcast. Dave and Dev. Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev. On my job like Dave and Dev. Tell no lie like Dave and Dev. Some days I wanna stay in bed, but I get ready for the day ahead. I wanna complain, but I pray instead. Then I'm on my way to the Dave and Dev. And it go like, I don't need a crew. Don't play by he say, she say rules. Don't play, no, we can't do. I'd rather have faith while G-O-D make moves. So please stay cool. All, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do. I'm a sinner myself. No lie, I need grace too. We lit like EKU. Yeah. What's up, Devin? Yo, what's going on, Dave? Shoot, man. I'm just happy to be here. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. We got a very, very special guest. Very episode. special guest. If you ain't if you ain't heard about him, you're gonna hear about him. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo. So we got my man, Antoine B on yeah. Bradford <laughs> on the podcast. Facts. Yo, what's Welcome good, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Dude, I'm excited to be here, man. Thank you guys for having me, for real. Yo, this man's got the professional audio, so I still can't get over that. <laughs> for those of y'all listening, y'all know we we are not professional in any aspect of recording, and this man's got the setup. Bro, I, ha- I had to come correct, man. Like, this is the same mic I actually record on, so... <laughs> Yeah. For those of y'all who don't know, Antoine Bradford Music on IG, this guy is an R&B artist, a super dope, dope guy that we uh, we both happen to really enjoy music of. And so, man, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is one that's been months in the making. I mean, Devin hit me up about it a few months ago, like, I think I can get him to come on. I was like, <laughs> bet, let's get it. <laughs> you know, you know, my man got a couple, he got a couple followers on IG. He just wanted to ignore us for a little bit. Nah, nah, I know. Not at all. Hey, bro, hey, I literally you just hit all your messages, bro. Every stroke, <laughs> both of y'all. Like <laughs> this man's got 15k now these days, oh, bro. My gosh, come bro. on, gas him up. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you know how long it took me to get to 15k? Oh my goodness. Like that was a that was a grind for sure. That was the IG grind. Uh, the IG grind. The IG so, grind. So for the people who don't know, if they were just hiding under, you know, under a rock for the last mm-hmm. couple of years, Antoine, tell the people about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? All that jazz. And yeah. when when did the crumping career start? Yeah. Um, so obviously my name's Antoine Bradford. Um I from I'm from San Diego, California. So I grew up in I mean, it's not a small city, but it's like a it's part of San Diego County called Oceanside, Oceanside, California. Um, and that's where I started crumping. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, um, yeah, like I've, I've been doing music for most of my life. I mean, as long as I can remember. Um, but I started to do it professionally around like uh, 2013. That's when I kind of started to to branch out and released my own music, um, did a couple features with like uh, Social Club Misfits. Yeah. Um, Ishaan Burgundy, like just some some Christian rappers and stuff like that. And so that's kind of what what created, 
I would say like a little fan base around me and that's where I, you know, kind of started to do my own music. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Sienna. We've been married four years. Left hand club. Uh, left hand club. Hey. You, know, you know, left hand for life. Um, yeah, we live in Marietta, Temecula, California. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm just chill. I love Jesus, anime, sneakers, basketball. Skirt. Like carne asada tacos. Like, yeah. <laughs> David, like. Hey. That's good. We, so it's good because we're going to talk about it all today on the podcast. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. We got it. We got it all. So um, real quick. So you got, I mean, you, you're a full-time musician now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so tell us a little bit about like how that's been, being being you know going off and being full time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been it's been fun, honestly. Like, I mean, I never I never would have imagined that I would would have been able to kind of make a living off of my music. Like, obviously, that's kind of like what you hope for as um you know you pursue your dreams. But you know, I was perfectly content with you know. I mean, like, oh, I do music and I work a, you know, nine to five or or whatever. But <clears throat> by the Lord's grace, man, like I was able to, I don't know, make a, make a, make a, you know, like a living off of, of my music um, just from people listening and supporting it, you know, um, like me having this position that I have, I never, I never thought of it. Like I always dreamed about it, but, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm like somewhere huge, but it's just like the fact that people, you know, um, listen to my music, like in Indiana, for instance, uh, and, uh, you know, or wherever, you know, like, it's just crazy that, um, you know, like the, the Lord has taken this music, like from this, this little room and on this little mic that I record, um, to, to the masses. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been cool. I mean, with COVID, it's just been, you know, like it's been a little weird. Like it was, I was supposed to be, you know, touring last year, um, but you know, the world shut down, so that wasn't possible. Um, I actually did do a little kind of like fall tour, kind of like toward the end of 2020. I did like a little college quarantine style um, little tour, which was fun. I mean, it was just like hard because I wasn't able to to see people in those cities that actually, you know, like, I mean, some of the college students listened to my music, but I mean, like there were people in the city that like, you know, would have came to the shows, but they weren't allowed to because, you know, of, you know, quarantine and COVID and all that stuff. But um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been decent. Thankfully, you know, the Lord, like, you know, has, has covered me and my wife. We haven't struggled anything, you know, during this year, you know, so um yeah it's been it's been good man i'm I'm excited for the world opening back up so i can really see what full-time music looks like you know so for yeah, that's sure what's up. that's what's up go ahead dave <clears throat> man i i think you know we got as Devin said we're gonna talk about it all mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, but one thing you know i think for me that just following you for the last you know six months or eight months however long it's been since Devin kind of introduced you to me mm-hmm. uh like one thing I've been really encouraged by is that like you are unafraid to kind of speak out for the things that you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I specifically think back to like, uh, you know, a lot of the, the social justice things that have happened mm -hmm. in that time frame. Mm -hmm. um, but not only that, like uh, you're an advocate for a lot of mental health and trauma mm -hmm. and things like that, like things that are like really, I think they're kind of like hot, hot takes in some mm -hmm. capacity, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. also they're really important. Like, I think people look at them from the outside and they're like, oh, you know, this is just another hot button topic. And, but what people don't realize is that there's real like things going on and you're not yeah. going to speak out on that. So yeah. as an artist, um, you know, in the last week we saw uh, LeBron get criticized for speaking out as an athlete. Mm -hmm. like, hey, stick, mm -hmm. to, stick to being an athlete, right? Like mm -hmm. I, let the politicians be politicians. Yeah. What, what really made you feel like, yo, I think I really need to, even if it maybe sacrifices followers, like, like what made you feel like you were all right to do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question, bro. Um, I mean, I think, I think with, I think with, with anybody who's kind of um, part of a people group that is experiencing like, you know, oppression or, or mistreatment or anything like everybody in that particular community has a particular voice um, and a responsibility to like, you know, shed light on, on the issues. And historically, like African-Americans have always for the most part been activists. Um, and it's because we had to be, you right. know, like any, any time there was, you know, I mean like Muhammad Ali was a very vocal advocate of, of racial injustice. Like, you know, like James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud. Like there, there has always been this need for, you know, African-Americans to kind of take not, not only the, the mantle of, of their sport or their craft, but also um, kind of shed light on, you know, the injustices that have been happening, you know, in this country. And so I think I just kind of like fell into that place. Like it was just kind of like natural because it's like, I see these things are happening. They're affecting me. They're affecting like my people. They're affecting the world. Like they're, they're they will affect my future kids. Like I want to be able to be kind of like, not just, you know, some type of, of entertainment, but I also want to leave an imprint on the world, not only with like Jesus, but you know, with, with like taking Jesus's words into action and, and kind of, you know, changing culture and changing the world, you know, in some way. Um, and so that's kind of like what gave me the the confidence to be able to speak about those issues. And and I definitely have lost followers and, and people because like you said, these are, you know, hot button issues and takes and um, they've become political when they're like, they're human issues. They're not like, they're not tied to political parties. Like these are, these are actual human beings that are being affected by these things and so as collective human beings we should all care about it and all you know seek to you know make the world better but um and and in terms of like you know mental health like i mean just last year like i got you know diagnosed with ocd um and i kind of obviously knew i like i didn't know i had ocd but i knew that like i had like you know just like anxiety you know and i just didn't have a name for it and so um, growing up, I kind of just was, I just felt like I was the only person experiencing, you know, what I was experiencing. And then, um, yeah, 2020 was just like hard. I mean, like, 
I mean, it's hard. It was hard on a lot of people's mental health, but specifically people who already had mental health issues. Um, it just hit us harder. And so, um, yeah, my wife actually was like, I think you need to, you need to see a therapist, you know? Was, and I was like, was that, was that, was that in the middle of an argument or something? <laughs> no, it was, it was not definitely not an argument. Um, just, just say, Hey, Hey, Hey man, you need to go get checked out. Yeah. No, not you at better all. get checked out before I check you out. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, not at all. I'll give man. you buck, my... Antoine. All right. <laughs> I'm playing around. I'll give you buck. Nah, my wife, she was, um, man, I'm I'm so thankful for her, man, by the Lord's grace. Like, like I said, like 2020, man, like I got hit with like probably the deepest depression I've ever been in, like in my entire life. Like it was just like, bruh, like I can't even like explain like the weight of of just the heaviness that I felt. And so like I was kind of like pulling on my wife, like I was leaning on her, but it was kind of like I wasn't crushing, but it was just like. It was it just got to the point to where it was like, yeah, we we need to like figure out what's going on, you know, kind of thing. And so um I had never been opposed to to therapy, but I just I mean, like growing up in the African American community, it's just like not something Yeah, I was about to, to talk say about. it's like a stigma. Like it's a it's stigma. A, it is a stigma. Yeah. yeah, so yeah like, it's a, so a lot yeah. of people would say like Cause like in my experiences, I've seen like, oh, he's just he's just different. Like y'all, oh, mm-hmm. you know, he's just nothing wrong with that kid. Yeah. He's just, he just he just walked different. He just do mm-hmm. stuff different. And it's like, mm-hmm. you and it's been ignored for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. and and then now you see people when they older now, yeah, like, oh, these are unaddressed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, like, I think this the statistic is is that like, um. On average, like uh, people will have a mental illness for ten plus years before they seek help. Mm. So they'll, they'll have it for a decade, and they don't even they don't even know because it's it's not it's not it's something crazy. that's you know readily available or readily talked about. And so, um, yeah, like I mean, like I, I wasn't opposed to therapy. It just wasn't something that was like kind of encouraged in you know the house that I grew up in or like the 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 community I grew up around like not in a malicious way it just was like something that you know for I mean for a lot of African Americans like we just didn't have access to therapy you know like that stuff is expensive so yeah um but yeah my my wife set up an appointment and you know I saw a psychologist and you know he just you know he diagnosed me with OCD which I kind of already knew I had but like you know they say you shouldn't self-diagnose you need to go to you know a doctor so that they can actually diagnose you and stuff and he walked me through treatment um and by the lord's grace like I've been out of the depression and kind of learned how to um deal with with my OCD um definitely still still have it but it's just like it's a lot more manageable than you know 2020 um and so that experience is kind of like what caused me to um be very vocal about it because nobody was vocal about it like that I saw that I knew and so like I think one of the one person that I saw like kind of like like a celebrity that talked about having OCD and she kind of explained it in an article and I was like wow that's me that's literally what I experienced is uh the girl Barb from Stranger Things I don't know oh, if really? you guys have ever seen yeah Stranger Things oh yeah I know. yeah yeah, so Barb, she um she has OCD and she she kind of like she did an article with like this magazine and 
I read it and I looked at my wife and I was like, that's literally what I have. That's what I experienced. And that was like the first time that I was like, dang, I know what this, like somebody else is like experiencing what I experienced. Um, And so that kind of like is what, what put the desire in me to be that for somebody else, you know, to, to um, not only like shed light um, on, on like mental illness, but also being like, I wouldn't say a representative, but just kind of like being able to, for people to, to identify with, because for artists, a lot of people kind of see them as like, oh my gosh, they've arrived. Like they're, they got it all. Me. They got it all. Like yeah. they're, they're, you know, and it's just like, I, I do it because I'm like, <laughs> I have not arrived. You know, I, I struggle with, you know, OCD. And so me being vocal, like I've, you know, received so many like, messages from people like people that listen to my music like oh my gosh I have OCD like I didn't know like that's what it is or I was diagnosed when I was a teenager or thank you for talking about and so it's just like it's it's beautiful to see like people kind of um yeah not feeling alone you know not feeling alone around it um and so yeah that's kind of like what I, I I desire to do with my my platform is to not only shed light on social issues or whatever whatever life issues um, but also like mental health and, and, and showing how the gospel speaks to that. Like, I didn't know it then, but like from my OCD is where Distraggling Christian came from. It's where, it's where all of my music has come from. It's come out of, out of, out of that experience. So that's dope too. I mean, uh, I just like, now that you say it, like, it, it's like bringing up like, oh, that, yeah, that, that makes, lyrics, it, it makes yeah. a lot more mm-hmm, sense now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you early on in your career and you established this platform of social justice, mental health. Like, so, yeah. I mean, I, and I love that about you. Like, Antoine has been, you have been authentic since day one. And I think <laughs> I, um, one of my favorite things that you put on social media one day, you say, if I don't, if I stop talking about, uh, if my music doesn't reflect Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. then stop listening to me. <laughs> Can't, like, cancel me. You have, like, you have invited people to cancel you. <laughs> and so, right. like, I think that's I think that's real cool because um, that's been like yeah you you like social justice like you want to advocate for social justice and mental health issue but like in the name of Jesus Christ yeah yeah so like um, talk to us a little bit about like how um, how your faith affects your music mm. yeah um, dang I don't even remember exactly saying that but. Uh, like, I, I mean, we ain't gonna take it back now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, now you go. I'm definitely not gonna. I mean, don't cancel me. I got music. No, no, seriously, dude. No, dude. Like, do cancel me. Like, I mean, I, I, I have no issue with like Christian artists that like you know make whatever music they make. But me personally, I'm just like, I was given this gift for a reason, and it's not just to like build my own kingdom. It's to build the kingdom. Yeah. right and so like it's like there's nothing else to like talk about that's like worth eternal value other than you know jesus and and you know his salvation and so yeah i mean like right there that was a my kingdom but that's a tweet oh see that is a tweet i'm a tweet i'm a tweet i'm gonna tweet that i'm gonna tweet that out all right for sure um but yeah the way my faith affects my music man i mean like i think like I think as human beings, we often like 
like compartmentalize our lives like we have like this this side and this side and this side and this side but it's like our faith is meant to like influence every area like it, it's it's all of life right and it's not just like oh sundays or whatever we meet we meet at church but then i have this time um and so the way my faith influences my music is that it it is the the compass that i use to like not only like like gauge my own heart and my own emotions, but also how I navigate, you know, like through the world and through experiences and loss mm. and tragedy and suffering and all those things. Like it's, you know, like in Hebrews, it says that we have this, this hope as an anchor for the soul, like, mm. you know, and so it's just like, that's the only thing that kind of keeps, you know, keeps me, <laughs> keeps me afloat. It's like, it's like, jesus like the the reliability of the gospel the you know the truthfulness of of the scriptures like anything else like there's nothing else to find hope in like there's nothing else that's like you know am i gonna go to you know this or am i gonna go to this am i gonna try to drown my sorrows in this like it's all gonna lead to emptiness and so that's the way that my faith influences my music um it, it it's the i feel like it's the foundation of my music like it's it's where you know um, you know I find my steadiness. So mm. yeah, that's dope. So if there's any young aspiring or old aspiring mm -hmm. artists out there, right, and they say they wanna they wanna be able to to make it, like what mm -hmm. what advice what advice would you have for them? Man, um, I would say kind of like what you said earlier, like 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 you said that I've kind of always embodied like authenticity. And I think mm. that that's like, I think that's what's garnered. Like, I guess the, the privilege of the ears that people of the people that listen to my music is like, they, they're able to connect with the music. And I think that's what makes good artists or good musicians or whatever it is like uh, being, being vulnerable um, and there's like a way, right, like to where you're not like overly vulnerable. Like there's some people, you know, like that just they just share, too, you know, too much. Right. Like it's just like there's a <laughs> there's a balance. Um, but authenticity is like where you're 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 open about like all of your life and not just like the highlights. Right. Like you're yeah. you're just like this is a life like we all live in this reality where we experience highs and lows and brokenness and triumph and all these things and authenticity is like yep that happens to me too right and so i think if there's an inspiring artist out there that they should tap into to to that like i think where artists go wrong is where they try to make music that isn't real mm. and isn't you know authentic to themselves first and then it'll be it'll be authentic to the people who are around you um and so Basically, I'm, stop fronting on the gram is what you're trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, stop, <laughs> stop fronting on the gram. Stop using them filters and... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> stop nah. the cap. Stop the cap. Stop. Nope, no stop. cap. Stop the cap right now. Uh, <laughs> but, dude, one, one example of this is, like, one of my favorite artists is... Um, her name is uh, Beth Bethany Bernard, um, but it used to be Bethany Dillon, and she's, like, a Christian artist. And um, like I said, I've kind of, you know, always had OCD, right? But when I got saved, like I used to listen to her music like literally every day and I felt so connected. 
right? Like I felt like, oh my gosh, like her lyrics, like the way she sings, like everything she's saying, like it, it hits center. Fast forward, like um, she was doing like a um, like a Kickstarter for her her most recent album, like her newest album coming out. And funny story, she was diagnosed with OCD last year. <laughs> so I'm like, that's why I connected with her music. <laughs> Wait, she was talking about her OCD in her songs, and I had OCD, and it connected to me. So that's like the authenticity where she was like, it it reached her tribe like it reached the people that it was supposed to reach because she was being authentically herself and so that's my advice to artists is to like whatever whatever it is that um you know like i look at paul like he had a thorn in in his flesh and that thorn god used it to to amplify the gospel and mm. so like whatever that thorn is in you like that's kind of like your your megaphone where you can you can reach people so Preach on, preach on, preach on. I'll just mute myself. <laughs> Where's hey. the offering basket at, bro? <laughs> hey, I feel like I gotta go start tithing here. Oh man. my gosh. Nah, nah. <laughs> hey. Oh my goodness. Antoine. Yes, uh, sir. How many how many how many uh people you got in your DMs every day trying to become artists that sending you just listen to my mixtape? I don't I honestly don't have anybody do that. Really? Yes. Oh, bro. oh shoot, well, then hold up. Let me get my cousin in here. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm th- I'm thankful I don't have to like dude. So I I I try to like respond to everybody like legit. Like and it's not like I get like an influx of, of DMs all the time, but sometimes it's like I don't know. It can be like emotionally taxing a little sure. bit to like respond to everybody. So, um, but thankfully, like I don't. I mean, if somebody did, I would. I would like. I do get occasional people that's like, "Hey, like, you know, I just released a single. Would you listen to it?" And if I have time, I will listen to it and you know tell them. But hey, you, I don't really. You, you, you're the nicest person. Like you, I'm facts. on a podcast with like the two nicest people in my life. <laughs> <laughs> do you, that's facts. Have you ever heard? Have you just be. Just, I mean, you're on the pod. We family now, right? Mm-hmm. So listen, have you ever heard a trash song in your DMs? I don't know. I probably have. I probably have, but like, I didn't. You, you give nice. like feedback? Do you, do you say like, hey, yo, hey, uh, don't quit your day job? All right, like, <laughs> <laughs> He's no, too I nice, bro. So. I don't think I do that, bro. Like, I don't think I've ever had a song like that bad. Like, that was just like, yo, like, I don't know if you should be doing this. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I probably would tell them. I, that's, I'm gonna I'm I'm make a single and, just, and drop it in there real quick. And I'm gonna say, "Yo, what's so the thing from the your thing burner is, account?" <laughs> the thing is, is like I will probably only say that, like maybe like you should probably pursue something else if they've been doing it for like like X amount of years, right? Like if they're like just starting out, everybody's trash. Like I was trash. Like when everybody. Were, what, what was your What was your name before? It was Abiv. Go yeah, ahead. bro. Okay. I mean, it, it I could have been worse. <laughs> I mean, it stands for Antoine Bradford the fourth, so it was like oh, my name dope. condensed. But um, yeah, when I first started like recording myself and like doing like writing, like it was it was lame. Like it was just like you you build the muscle, right? Like you build the muscle of creativity. So like, if somebody's like, "Hey, I just started recording myself," 
um here to check out my song then i'm gonna be more gracious than like hey i've been doing this for like 10 years like <laughs> just like <laughs> like you probably should have uh, not been you yeah. just wasted an entire decade of your I'm life i'm like you paying studio time for this like you need to be feeding your family right now like i don't know like <laughs> that's that's what i was that's that's what i was saying Bro, but. And, and the thing is like through you so we i mean we talked about this before the show like I, we've been free, I, like I've been talking to you for years now. Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't know how much went into making music and mm-hmm. to start telling me this stuff. And I mean, and and Dave does some stuff with you know he dabbles with the recording stuff too. Yeah. So I was, it's like you walking me like step by step through like the last album. It's like mm-hmm. it just actually takes a lot of time. Like it's it like does. it's not just like you know when I was a kid, like I downloaded Fruit Loops for a day, and mm-hmm, I was like, well, mm-hmm. it's it's just gonna be easy, just post your beat it's good like yeah it takes time it does bro it does it it takes yeah it takes time energy money like you know even though like i record at home like you know and and stuff like that it still takes like you know meeting with the producer like 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 production like that's where you record right there yeah, right here in my room. Are we looking yeah. at we looking at your future Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that would be crazy. <laughs> you know who else records at home, dude? Like Billie Eilish. Really? Her wow. and her brother. Yes, her and her brother, dude. Like they literally have like a laptop and a mic, and she goes into her childhood room and she sits on the bed and she's like, "The ocean, nice." Like she goes in and she like makes like songs that wins Grammys. Like it's just crazy. That's like, crazy. It's, like people don't need like these super massive studios it's fun going to studios right but it's just like you can make you know a career and a living like in your room like Dang. just doing it you know so all right so while we're talking about music mm-hmm. we'll switch gears here while we're talking about music i need you to name your top five no order needed your top five favorite people to listen to they can be christian secular it doesn't matter your mm-hmm. top five if we were to go through your Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you listen to, what's the five most played besides yourself? Do you listen to yourself that much on Spotify? I don't, bro. I literally don't. <laughs> I don't. You? But sometimes I do, and then I'm like, man, I'm encouraged. Like, I don't know, like, hey, this is low-key fire. I understand Yo, why it's like got 300,000 listens this week. <laughs> like, legit, bro. Like, I'll be, like, listening, and I'll be like, yo, like, what the heck? Like, this is kind of good. Like, I like this. It's just that experience. You know how, like, when you hear your voice back, like, you just kind of, it's like, I, f- I forgot, it's like psychology, like, where, like, most people don't like hearing themselves. But, like you, you hear yourself you in your head, but then yeah, I I don't know. But you're the exception though. You I'm like, learning. I'm learning. I'm learning how to like enjoy like my. If music. I had your voice, bro, I would like listening to myself too. <laughs> don't let Dev in front. Antoine, oh my god! If gosh. I had your if I had your voice, I would sing everything I said. I would sing my <laughs> order at McDonald's. Maybe <laughs> number five. Number five, bro. Maybe like my ice cream machine broke. <laughs> That's what they say, bro. <laughs> so I, I, I sing it. If someone sang it to me in your voice, I'll be much more accepting of the ice cream. Oh machine. my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, naming my five top. All right, so Daniel Caesar. Okay, okay. Is definitely on there. Um, this artist named Kevin Garrett. Um, hey, yes, yes. Phenomenal, phenomenal, dude. Um, who else would I put on there? All right, so that's two. Um, three. Man, I don't, man, this is hard because 
I'm I'm gonna say Kendrick. I'll put Kendrick on there because I listen to to Pimp a Butterfly like a lot, bro. That's like, such a California answer. That is such a California bro, answer. <laughs> I love Kendrick. Kendrick is man. Yeah. Super Might dope. Well throw, throw it up. Why you why you got three of them? I know, like just like real quick. West West. I was born with this, bro. Like I was born <laughs> throwing that sign up. Um dang, who else would I put up there? Um Dang, I've been listening to Anderson Pac a lot. Yeah, that new song with uh Bruno. Oh, too. With Bru- Come on now. <laughs> I was singing that song all day yesterday. I was just like, oh my yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they can make a whole tour out of that song, I think. Yes, yes, absolutely. And in five, uh, there's this artist uh, out of the UK. Her name's Olivia Dean. Um, amazing. Oh Yo, my gosh. Amazing. To the people listening, this man Antoine's putting you on game. Go ahead and rewind to 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Yep. Put you on game. Yep. Go check those artists out ASAP. All right. So, who who is the, who is like, who is one artist that you've met that you were like lightweight, like starstruck by? I mean, I haven't met him yet, but I'm like, I mean, we're, I would say we're, we're friends. We're internet friends. Uh, Leon Bridges. Yo, yeah. I love Leon Bridges. That's yeah. that. Dude. Yeah, dude, dude is dude is super dope. It's I mean, funny I don't... because when we first, me and Sheena first heard your music, that was like mm-hmm. a comparison that we made. It was like, bro, I know, I know, and and a lot of people say that it's either like Daniel Caesar, or it's like Leon Bridges, and I'm like, yeah, our I'm friend put us on the Leon. He's dope. Yeah, no, he's super dope. I mean, I don't even know how, but like he, like back in 2013, I used to post like little covers on Instagram. And this is before he was even popular. And he would, like, comment on my my videos and be like, sounded good, G. Like, yo, you killing that or whatever. And he wasn't even following me. Yeah. Um, fast forward, he blew up. And I was like, yo, that's old boy that used to, like, <laughs> like that's old boy that used to comment on my, my videos or whatever. And then um, I did, like, a – I think I did, like, a cover of um, of River. Yeah. And he liked it, and he was like, bro, that's it, bro. Like, we got to do music together. And so, like, he followed me, and, like, we just been, like, chopping it up ever since. Like, Is there a song out there with you two together? No, there is a song that I want to have him on. It's in the vault, just chilling. One day, hopefully. Yo, we got to get this man Leon connected in the song, bro. And, yo, Leon Bridges is a dancer, too. So what I would love to see is a dance battle. Like a Bro. A yep. dance battle between Antoine Bradford and Leon Bridges. <laughs> That's got to be in a music video. Yo, Facts. that might just happen, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I, I would have to dust off, you know, my tins. Just, just my brush off the tins. <laughs> I would have to brush off my crap hey, tins, bro. <laughs> hey. uh, shoot. You know what's yeah. so funny is me and Devin talk so much about dancing, but neither of us can dance. So we the wrong. Hey, 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 hey. Hold up, hold up, Dave. Hold up, Dave. Hey, hold don't. Up. Hey, yeah. don't flex on the pod, bro. Hey, re- rewind the tape. You got the we got wedding videos. Rewind the tape. I got hey. Oh shoot. I got a little bit. All right? I got a bro, little bit. Bro, bro, you look like, if y'all seen if y'all seen Guardians of the Galaxy, this man looks like Groot when he's trying to be on Oh the- my gosh. <laughs> hey, dang, they really got me. Okay. Bro, if you if you can't do the electric slide, like, oh come on, that's basic. That's basic. <laughs> that's basic. Yeah. That's All right, basic. okay, cool, 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 cool. This cool. man looks like Groot trying to do the Millie Rock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the that. arm just keeps going. He's like, shoo. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so weak, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh shoot. So um we've talked about your favorite artists, your your like kind of your um like the your starstruck artists. But what artists like I guess you know, you said you started in 2013. Who who were like your influences kind of leading up to that? Like what like what were some people that like kind of played into your uh you know, your sound, your you know, the way you wanted to kind of operate as a musician. Mm, yeah. Um, dude, honestly, bro, like I, I wasn't really exposed to that much music. Like growing up, I, I like my parents, like listen to gospel just yeah, nonstop. That's the only thing. But I you can on. hear it in your voice too. That, that, that dude, makes sense. Dude. I mean, I appreciate them for that. Like, I mean, they were they were kind of like you know like the Christians that was just like ah burn all the secular like yeah you know CV like CDs but like we would watch horror movies and like rated our movies <laughs> I don't know I I don't understand the logic but <laughs> um like toward the like um like once I got older like my parents kind of started like playing ODs around and stuff like that but I I had to like actually dive into that myself so like listening to Aretha listening to yeah Steve, like earth wind and fire michael like all these you know like otis redding and sam cook and all these people like i had to like go go back myself kind of thing and so um but like leading up to music like i think i think me not being like well versed in in a whole bunch of genres like it was kind of like a handicap for my music um for a little bit and then i kind of was counseled to like kind of expand so like <clears throat> there's like literally no genre that I, I don't really listen to except like metal like yeah. heavy metal just because it just i don't know music i know it's music but it's just like it's not and vocally it's not like pleasing to my yeah ears. i'm in the same boat like it's just yeah it's just you no know, it's music but it's, but but what Antoine, go ahead. <laughs> yeah nah but it's just like like you said it's it's just not pleasing to the ear um uh, to me yeah um but you know, like I, I listen to man, I listen to the Beatles, bro. Like I'll listen to Simon and Garfunkel. I'll listen to like Bon Jovi. Like I legit will listen to anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like respect that. There's something like there's something in in great music, right? That these all, all these artists share, and I want to soak it up as much as I can. And For I want to sure. learn it. I want to learn how to write songs. I want to learn how to use this word to invoke this emotion and point this picture and all these, these different things. But artists that kind of like, like I said, that like lead to that is like definitely Daniel Caesar. Um, I think like, I kind of felt like I didn't, I wouldn't say like a righteous anger, but I felt like part of, part of the reason of his success is that he grew up in a church and he took, he took like gospel music out and kind of secularized it. And like, I kind of like was inspired by him to take it back yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. If I don't know, mental, like that's how I view it. No, nah, that makes sense. Um, and, and kind of just like recontextualized it with the gospel. Um, and so Leon Bridges is definitely another one. Uh, Kevin Garrett, like all the, all the artists that I named definitely. They kind of influence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, sure. they, they influenced my music, um, you know, to an extent. Um, but yeah, like all the the oldies sounding and stuff like that, I definitely kind of gleaned from you know the Aretha era and you know Marvin Gaye and like all these different people. Like they're they're super super inspirational to me. 
So when when was it that you like realized like yo I can actually kind of sing? Man, I don't know. I mean, I've been singing since I was like four, bro. Like, but I I never had like musical training, like vocal training. So like it wasn't it wasn't the best. Like honestly, like I I was able to hold a note, but I wasn't. I didn't really find my voice until like probably like twenty seventeen. Like legit, like real. So, so you're saying I got a chance? You probably do have a chance, bro. Uh I don't know. Nah, bro. Don't put that in his head, bro. (laughs) Dang. But yeah, I I didn't find like the like. I don't know because like obviously listening to gospel music, like all those art, a lot of those artists like are super like they do crazy runs and Mm -hmm. they like belts and all this stuff, and it's like. I never really was able to like I can do runs, but I'm not like like gospel runs, like you know. Yeah. And so I've always kind of been very insecure about my voice. And so it wasn't until like twenty yeah, twenty seventeen that I was like, dang, I'm gonna focus on like the tone of my voice, how it sounds, like all these different things. And that's kinda like what what led me in, into finding like, you know, the voice that I have on my records, you know, like just being comfortable with, with where I am and stuff like that. So that's dope. <clears throat> okay, okay, all right. So just, <laughs> just try try out a couple different things. Yeah, just yeah, saying, let me try this out right quick. <laughs> try, trial and error, bro. Nah, if I all else fails, I go to Auto Tune. They yes, they bro. Go. Hey, they, that does exist. It does. It's out there. So out you know there. we've we've talked about you know a lot about your music and and kind of your inspiration and whatnot, but we got to get onto another subject that you and I share a common interest. And that's a sneaker game. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that's a sneaker game. So me, me and this man, Antoine, for those of y'all, I, he's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast, obviously. But mm-hmm. we were we were chatting back and forth at like 2 a.m. Eastern time last night <laughs> <laughs> about sneakers. Um, but man, what? so what's your all-time favorite sneaker? Oh, my gosh, bro. The Heat. No price. It doesn't matter. Like, what's your what's if you what is the grail of all grails for you? Dang, the grail of all grails. Dang, that's hard, bro. Like, I have a I have a bunch of grails, bro. But all right, all right. All right. So if it's not your favorite, then let's do just do like a Mount Rushmore, like the top four. Okay, that's a good idea. Dang, a Mount Rushmore. Okay, I think the like on the top of the list one of my grails is it's a recent drop but um it's the rookie of the, the rookie of the year jordan ones yeah those are like those are like butter bro like i'm like i need those drinks um i would actually put the mochas on there too those mocha like, ones are fire the mocha ones i'll put those on there so that's two um dang um i kind of want like I want the bread fours. Yeah. Um, infrared sixes. That's infrared four. sixes that's... are gonna make your top four. Yes, bro. Bro, tell me, bro, you you ain't gonna include these guys on there. Whoa, the Concord. Dang. Okay, Dave had yeah, it. He, he had it ready. But, but you ain't gonna include these guys ready. on there. He's like, oh, he's on there. Oh. <laughs> bro, I I love I love. I love 11s, bro, but I'm just like the I don't know, man. Something about the patent leather, bro, like it's just not comfortable to me and I feel like 
Like, don't be offended, bro. But I feel like only like thugs be pulling off like elevens, bro. Like oh, legit. Oh, like, <laughs> like I feel like the elevens is the thug shoe, bro. Like, legit. like you gotta be a drug dealer to wear elevens. You gotta, you gotta be yeah. like, it's like the classy black air forces is what it is, bro. Oh <laughs> shoot! It's the higher, it's the nah, upper class of black air. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. Like, I hey, just, that's I that's like, funny though. I I feel like a lot of the dudes who hold on, what is happening, dude? Um. I feel like a lot of the dudes who who rock, you know, 11s. I mean, at least f- from what I've seen, they, you know, I don't know. It, it's Dang, not, man. I'm, I'm, Dave, I'm baffled that you had it on deck. Bro, bro. I rocked them for Antoine. This was, I, bro, this man, okay, so people who are listening, this man is in his house. Yeah, with bro. Some, with some Jordans on. With straight and, up. And took them off just That's to show crazy. just to show. He just, he just popped it off, That's bro. a flex. That's a flex. That is a flex. A, it was a flex for Antoine. That was what it was. But Dude. I so it's so funny because you named two pairs of Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's of funny four, because yeah. up until the last uh, <clears throat> really two years, three years, I felt like I really slept on Jordan ones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until I owned a pair. Mm-hmm. And now it's like all I want. Like Brad, I'm just I'm... like, I know you're mad at me, bro. I know you're mad at me. For those of y'all who don't know, I hit on the Jordan 1 University Blues. Oh, I was Antoine's sneaker of the year. I'm oh, sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to try to find you another pair, okay? <laughs> yeah. Bro, you're 11, I, you're an 11 and a half, right? 11 and a half, bro. I'm if anybody's you. listening and they got <laughs> 11 and a half. <laughs> it's the altar call for, for his shoes. Yeah, it's like, see, dude, I literally went to Champs today to see if they had any unclaimed pairs. They said they didn't get their shipment in. So I'm going to hit back. Tuesday or Thursday. Hey, do you have a shoe palace near you? You got to hit up the I shoe do. palace. I do. I, I think I am going to hit up shoe palace tomorrow, bro. Um, hey. I was, I was filling out raffles and the girl like that was working, she was like, oh, we still haven't got our shipment in. So I was like, okay. Bet. All right. Cool. Hey, so so- how, 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 how far would you be willing to go <laughs> cop a pair of shoes? Like, to try bro, I, I would. I would cross states bro like legit he would cross state lines for that uh, like I, if it, i had if i, I think, got him for retail like for retail absolutely. Uh, yeah i don't know if i can help you there but i'm gonna try yeah see I, yeah yeah i mean like i i would i would pay resale for certain shoes but it's, it's just not like that 450 dollars is not looking cool. i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to find you a pair antoine 11 and a half sure. i got you um so you know obviously these shoes y'all named Mm-hmm. are inspired by you know one of the greatest basketball players of all time i wait, know you wait, love- wait whoa 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 put some respect on his name don't pit one put d hey, i had to, uh, i had he's, to, he's one he's one for d. sure he's uh, one don't pit one put d period. he's one of the he's one of the greatest he's he, he he, the goat <laughs> nah, 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 nah. so my guy antoine my over here is is a big laker fan am i right mm-hmm. absolutely born and raised man we got to talk about that, man. That That's – tell us who your favorite Lakers are, what's your favorite Laker memories. I want to know all things Lakers and Antoine Bradford. Bro, I mean, obviously, you know, Magic Johnson's going to be on that list because the man was incredible, like literally incredible. You got to see um, him for like two years. You, you didn't even remember him. Bro, I – like growing up uh, – I just watched like highlights we, of him. Yeah, I we used to have uh, NBA Classics. Y'all remember that channel, NBA Classics? Yeah, yeah, the NBA yep. Classic channel was fire. <laughs> it, was oh, fire. it was fire. I got to I got to see all them joints play, bro. I got to see Julius Irving, <laughs> Larry yeah, Bird, yeah. 
all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Magic Johnson, James Worthy is another all time. Like, I mean, I've always loved James Worthy. That dude is like a beast. Um, Shaq, absolutely. Of course. Can't lie. I, I love I love Shaq. Bro, Shaq, bro. Like, <laughs> man, it's just like an all around, like, dope human being, bro. Um, Kobe, rest in peace. Um, definitely, definitely Kobe, man. Um, I remember I did like a school project like on Kobe, like legit. That man was like one of my, my favorite. Hey, let me, Hey, while we're talking about Kobe, man, me and Devin were just talking about this. I think yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, bro, I, I was a Kobe hater for the majority of his career. Cause you know, (sighs) you know how you can like hate greatness. Yeah, bro. So like I was a, I was a low key hater, but one of my all time favorite basketball memories is actually Mm -hmm. with Devin watching Kobe's last game. And we were cheering mm. so hard for that dude to score. I mean, yeah. literally, we were like, it was like a championship game of our favorite team. Yeah, like, we were bro. so hyped. He scored like sixty, right? He yeah, scored 60, sixty. He scored sixty points that game, and he played like an NBA two K player. You just, never passing the ball, just pulling, yeah, just pulling, yeah, everywhere. bro. I dog, loved it, dog. The mo- like when he dropped eighty, bro, against Toronto, Shoot. against Toronto, bro, like. What what like what in the world like was that, bro? I watched that so many times that I know. Like, you see in the sports center highlight, bro. So many times that morning. So it's crazy. Like you said, you did a school project on Kobe. So this mm-hmm. is what growing up in Cleveland, like I did a school project on the history of Cleveland heartbreaks. Right. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> I cried at the end of the presentation. I cried. I was so sad. This man got an A for emotion. So before the championship happened, and I have to keep replaying all these little these little sport clips in front of class, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like little single thug tears coming down my (laughs) (laughs) eyes. Bro, the Cleveland curse was real, bro. That joint. I don't know what what y'all did to deserve that joint, but (laughs) that drought was crazy. But dude, I legit cried. I I legit cried when. When the Cavs won, bro, like I, hey, you know what? I appreciate. I was you. so I was so happy, bro. Like, because I mean, honestly, like even though, like, growing up, I saw Kobe, right? Like, he was like he was a little bit before my time, before I like appreciated basketball, and then right. like I kind of grew up. But like, as soon as like when I started appreciating basketball, like was when LeBron James was drafted. Like, yeah, 03, bro, was just like that. Just was. Like he he became like like he was instantly the best player in the league, bro. Like when he was drafted, like it was just like this man and you is, knew it too. Like you that's knew what, it because I was the same way. Like me mm-hmm. and Devin have talked about this before. Like you know, growing up in the Cincinnati area, like the closest teams are the Pacers, the mm-hmm. Hawks, the Grizzlies, and the Cavs. And yeah. the Cavs were terrible. My mom hated the Pacers, and everybody else was just like not. Like, yeah. like, so LeBron, like, I remember when I was in, when he was in high school, like, mm-hmm. we were, we were trying to find his clips and we were getting the slam magazines and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, he was mm-hmm. in the NBA already. And bro. so when he finally got there, man, I, I'll never forget, bro, watching St. Vincent, St. Mary games on bro. ESPN. Bro. Like, hype. <laughs> like, the man was like, like an adult, bro. Like, it was yeah. like they were like little kids and he it was, was a, just like, yeah, it was a, it was a man child. He, he was, was he was dunking from the free throw line, bro. Yes, bro. At like, like sixteen, like how, like that, the height of his athleticism, bro. Like I don't think we'll ever like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll see it again, but it's just like, 
bro. See, like, it's gonna it's gonna look different though because he he's done it so different than everybody else. Like he's six eight, like two seventy, and he's moving. Yeah, like bro. Which is I think crazy. the closest comparison athletically like that is probably Zion, just somebody that's physically imposing and is athletic too. But he but, spent a little bit too much time at the buffet line. But that man coming. loves him some jambalaya. Like he went <laughs> down to New bro. Orleans and he got into the Cajun scene. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's like, that's gonna that's gonna be his downfall, bro. If he doesn't get that under control, and he doesn't have the speed as LeBron, bro. Correct. Like I've been watching like old clips of LeBron, bro. He would get across court. Yeah, bro. Like in half a second, bro. Like the man is just like all all like athletic categories. He's, he's like got it. Yeah, he's got all of it. Like it's <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah in terms I, of in terms of basketball players, like he's the best athlete we've seen has, ever. Wholeheartedly ever. agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think when it's all said and done, bro. Like he's I think he's gonna surpass Kareem like on the all time scoring list, bro. Like, I think oh he's for sure. I think so too. He gotta stay. He gotta stay. He gotta stay healthy. If he yeah. stays healthy for what another two seasons? It's two seasons, bro. right? Yeah. I think it's two seasons. Yeah, it's two seasons, bro. Like legit, he's only had one, one like low key serious injury, and I was like two years ago. As soon as two years ago, head. like the yeah, yeah when he got the 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 groin like thing. Yeah, but other Which, than that, the man, he stays. He stays so healthy, bro. Like he's been a machine. He's been a machine. He, he's, he's a straight he's up machine. He has been he completely healthy for all of his championship yeah. losses. Which bro. is no excuse. We have no excuse for him because he's. Bro, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he right. played. Until he was like forty-five, bro. Like legit. Seriously. I, I would not be surprised. Like he's. He would be on some Tom Brady like type stuff, bro. Like I'm, I, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. I, I've said this before. This I'm man, Devin, the ultimate hater. <laughs> I, I like. I listen. Love you, LeBron. All right, big fan. <laughs> all right, it'll be my dream if you hopped on the podcast with us. But I, but you're old. Stop, stop dominating people half your age. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm t- I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of, it. bro. Hater. If you, bro, that's what that's what adds to the legacy, bro. Like the dominance. Like you see, when you see Michael Jordan, bro. Like you know, toward the end of his career, like you see the decline with Kobe. Like especially after his last TV, like three years, last his three, last three years. years, it was just like. Yo, Kobe, like, I mean, you're great, like, kind of, you know, but it's like, look, Le- like, LeBron, like, he's in his 18th season, bro. Non stop, might be the this. MVP this year, bro. He's he's still jumping from the free throw line. Like, I don't listen, 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 think about this, think about this. Y'all ever wake up? Y'all, I mean, all y'all play basketball before, right? Yes, absolutely. So, y'all go and y'all hoop, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you're picking out your teams who you want on the team, and then this old man in the corner. Right, mm-hmm. I don't want the old man. I've heard this analogy too many times. Somebody else pick up the old man. How frustrated are you that the old man is giving you buckets? And you yelling at your teammate, yo, somebody guard him, guard him, you guard him. <laughs> and you guard him, it's the same thing. It's pump fake, up and under, all these different things. He's, still He's doing the okie doke. You can't, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That's LeBron I James hope. right now. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm sick of it. Tired of it. <laughs> This bro, a hater. He's only 36, bro. Like, he's not that old, bro. Like, that's like, that's still prime. Like, he's in his bro. Prime. That's what's so crazy. He's, he's had, had like a 12 year prime. He's bro. had he's had at least three primes, bro. Like, he's he <laughs> I don't that's know. what I'm tired of. I'm tired of stop peeking. Stop, stop it. Hey, you know what I I will say too? Because I was you were talking about his legacy, and, and we were talking like in my head, I'm just thinking about like different comparisons. But for yeah. me, one thing that sets him apart too, for in my brain, is that like 
there's been little aspects of his game that you've seen him improve so much yeah. over time in like yeah. his shooting, like even just in the last four years, like watching mm-hmm. him be confident to come across half court and shoot it from the logo. Like I know he airballed one like last week or something like that, but like, it's like, bro, that dude makes way more of those. Yeah, way more than he misses. Yep. And, and it's yeah, like, so y'all just like y'all just like watching old man dominate young people in sports, bro. <laughs> I just like watching greatness. I if like greatness. When was man. playing, you wouldn't be saying this. Like you would be like, dang, like Michael's still putting up. Like- <laughs> when, when Mike, when Mike was with the Wizards. I was in like fifth grade. I'm like, bro, this ain't the same Mike. Sit down, bro. But yeah, it wasn't the same Mike. It wasn't this the is, same Mike. But this LeBron, is a better this is, LeBron. <laughs> this, is a, this is a better LeBron. The man. I, I don't understand how bro. in the world. So I'll be honest with you. Last playoffs, I'm watching. I'm watching. You know the Disney the Disney Bubble Bowl, mm-hmm. and I'm watching this man dominate still. Yep. Like like it's ten years. Like like he was doing ten years ago. He was yep. doing the it same was, thing. Doing it was 10 years beautiful. Ago. Yeah, I'm like at some point in time, somebody's got to figure out how to stop this man. Never, bro. And they can't. They can't do it. They can't. Like it's not. It's it's like it's his. Like it's just like literally. It feels like like LeBron was created like in a lab somewhere, bro. Like it was like like Captain America. (laughs) Like seriously, bro. Because it's not just like his athleticism, but his basketball IQ, bro. Like he's so smart, bro. The way he think. Here's the thing, Antoine. Hey, more hater, bro. KD, KD, KD. KD, KD. Oh my god. Okay, so while we're talking about KD, the news literally just broke today. Just so y'all know, it's Sunday, March seventh. The news just broke that Blake Griffin, old washed up BG. (laughs) Wait, wait, he he thirty one. He's thirty one. We said we said it's not. not This man ain't produced in three years. How many? How many knee replacements has that man had? A lot. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, that's a low blow. That's a low so, blow. We started so, off as a Christian podcast, but now we're going for the knees. Okay. Right. But 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 Blake Griffin was just announced heading to the Nets, which basically at this point is just an all-star team. Ridiculous. It, it's absurd. Ridiculous. Stop, stop. I'm tired of the LeBron, like, oh, he's got to team up with other people. Man, if y'all if if it's not said the same thing about KD, I don't want to hear no arguments. Cause that's like nice. this man, KD joined a, a literally seventy three win a, a team that yeah. was a championship team before he got for him. Goes back to back, then goes out to Brooklyn hold and up, builds hold up, hold up, babe, an all star team. How many how many rings did LeBron have before he went to LA, bro? How many rings did he have before he went to LA? So he, he had, had three, three rings. He had three. All right. So so he, he went back to back with the Heat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he left. And then he got one in Cleveland. And he, and he, left, built, right? he so, built it so, in so, Cleveland. So wait a second. So wait a second. So then KD he gets two, all right, and then he leaves, and then now now all of a sudden now y'all mad at him, bro. I'm okay, just okay, okay. not but, mad but, at him. LeBron just teams saying, up, but when LeBron teams up with his buddies, all right, it's it's all it's all fair. It's all fair. It's all fun and games. He gets AD. And all of a sudden now 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 it's it's all cool. But bro, it's, it's him and AD. I it's don't want to hear that. You're talking bro. about Kyrie, James Harden, KD. Oh my God. DeAndre Jordan. Uh who who I mean Blake Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. They got Joe Harris, who's like one of the best three-point shooters. They in do the got Joe Harris. Bro, he bro, they got Jeff he, Green, bro. He's, he's who? He's Jeff been the Green? best three point. Who? <laughs> Jeff who? <laughs> Jeff who? Okay, bro, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna bring Jeff Green into it. Pick Jeff Green's name in your mouth. Who? <laughs> 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 uh, 
this man really brought up in the same <laughs> conversation. We talking about we talking about this man said Jeff Green. Uh, <laughs> bro, Jeff Green is a solid piece, Yo, bro. Jeff Green and Joe Harris. Bro, Joe Harris is like top three shooters in the league right now. He is. And has yeah, been right for like now, the last three it's years. It's easy to play. It's easy to play and shoot the ball when you got people you oh. got you got people like KD on your team. KD frees people up. Oh, it even more so improves the argument, bro. <laughs> like that's Listen, what I'm trying to Kyrie say. hasn't played a full season ever, bro. This ever. man, and y'all, y'all include him in the conversation, Bruh. Bruh. Come on, Bruh. Dude, Come on, you now. already you you know that's an all star team, bro. Like straight up, an it's just team. it's ridiculous. It's like Blake it's, it's having to rent jumped over team. the Kia car. You said what? Blake Griffin ain't been the same since he jumped over to Kia car. Exactly. He lost his wanna, knee. Y'all want to include him in this conversation? Bro. He's still an all-star he's caliber still, player. He is. He's what he's what is he what did he do in Detroit? Bro, he, he plays in Detroit. The, he, he literally hasn't dunked a ball in like the last six months. Bro. You are tripping. Yeah. yeah. I I mean it's it's just it's it's even the simple fact that they have him on the team, bro, and they can it's, they can rely it's on him. Principle, but you know, what it's I'm saying? like it's like when Carl Malone came to the Lakers. It's like it's it's past his time. Dang. I mean, I don't Dang. disagree with it. I'm just saying I, I that don't. it's just a it's just a it's a principle pickup. I yeah, just it's just, KD is it's, just out here going and it's the Nets it's sickening. It's it's really sickening, bro. Like it's just like if if Kevin Durant ever wanted to be taken seriously about like being one of the greatest like i, I feel like this is tarnishing like his legacy so, because it's so just is like KD top 5 ever ever no not no. in my book ever no. top 10 ever top he's 10 a, maybe he's a top 5 scorer of all time i think he's a t- yeah he's a top 5 scorer but he's not in my top 5 I'll put him in my I don't top, you know, I won't put him in my top I mean where where is he on the all time scoring list bro like the man is like he does not have half the achievements that lebron james like lebron james have or like CP3 or like anybody else, bro. Like the man is no man. I hey, bro. Me and you on the same page. Yes, Scott Devon's a hater. Yeah, bro. Like it's I, just... guess, I guess I am a hater. I'll be a hater today. I'm 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 on the side of. I didn't want LeBron to get more weapons. I just don't. If if he's great, he'll win anyway. Bro, bro. If LeBron, if LeBron and AD win over Kevin Durant. And the monsters. You think they're gonna win? And the monsters. I do think that they can win. Facts. I do think they can. So so wait. So me and Dave had this conversation last episode, but yeah, I say I, I, I admit this. If LeBron gets this three P, we gotta start having him in the conversation of GOAT. That, bro, that's, he, that's he's for, already for me, in that conversation, bro. Like for me, that's what it's gonna take. A three P. So the, like do you think the three cause it'll be the hardest three P ever? Facts. You don't really get a break. Going to this seat, 75 days is not really a break. No. You got the Olympics. So even if LeBron don't play, AD will probably play. Right. Or some somebody from their team is gonna play in the Olympics. So that mm-hmm. I mean there's there's that risk. Mm-hmm. And you come back and win in a third, that'd be tough. And, and I mean, and you gotta think like Clay, Clay hopefully will be will be healthy. Clay Thompson for, for the for the Warriors. So it makes it a little harder in the West. I don't think Clay coming back, bro. Like I legit don't think he's coming back this season. No, not this season. He's talking about next year. Next oh, year. next year. Oh, then. Yeah. I mean, but, even still, I mean, they're they're still they're still a, a good team, but it's just like yeah, but, I don't I don't you, think that if they you get past if you get past Dallas and Golden State and Portland and all those teams out there like the like Suns are playing better. The, the Suns are playing better. Yeah, they the are third championship in a row. Yeah, you're yeah. tough. You're tough. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I mean obviously like LeBron like wins five NBA championships, right? And if he gets the MVP, like bro, like 
the man is already in the GOAT conversation. Like, I, I think that people people romanticize Michael Jordan. I'm not saying that he wasn't great. Like, the man, absolutely. Like, the man is phenomenal, right? Like, he is phenomenal. But I think that, that people have, have made an idol out of him. And it's like, they don't well, think that. Biblical with it. <clears throat> I, well, I you, think you he went with Exodus it. with it. <laughs> I did go Exodus, me? bro. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that people don't think that he can be challenged, bro. But he can. And I think LeBron is doing it, bro. Like, I, I think when oh, it's all said and done. Listen, like, I'm, I'm rational about the conversation. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just Jordan has done some things like. 10 straight seasons of leading the league and scoring is incredible. Bro, but it's like, I, I hate how people act like he didn't have help, bro. Like, Scottie Pippen was like one of the best players in the league. He's you like a top me? five shooting or uh, small forward of all time. Of all time. Scottie Pippen, the ball boy? You can the ball boy? Oh my God. I, Jordan, Jordan oh my. elevates players. Oh my God. God. Dennis Robin, the janitor. Oh, bro, I know. I know. Bro, what did, what did Michael do without Scotty, bro? What did he do without Scotty? Broke his leg. That's what, what he did. And what did Scotty do without <laughs> Michael? He, he yeah, played exactly. baseball. He what broke Scottie, his leg and played baseball. <laughs> what did Scotty do without Michael? They won like 55 games before okay, LeBron okay. went to the Cavs. Because listen, listen. Kyrie but, had them with because, 15 no, wins. No, listen, listen. Because. Because he was he was already a product that Jordan already had made him at that point. Bro, Scotty was just an apples, bro. Come on, bro. Scotty was already dope, bro. Like it wasn't Michael that brought him. Michael didn't care about nobody but pitch. himself, bro. No, Dennis and I hear the Dennis Rodman thing. Dennis Rodman was over. He he was stealing sunglasses. From the airport before Jordan picked him up. Come on now, bro. He still was doing crazy stuff. And in the in, in, in the ball boy, you tell you talking me about Scotty the ball boy Pippen. Bro, and you tell me that that man right there, like Jordan made that man. You're wow. You you are delusional right now. You are legit delusional right now. Delusional. I, was, I am like I'm scared for you, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, bro. This man Devin turned into Skip Bayless so fast. <laughs> Wow, it's just oh my god! Man. Like skill, skill, listen, skill, <laughs> skill. In the words of uh, Shannon Sharp, skill, skill. Man, that's oh my gosh, bro! Hey, hey, hey look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back biblical. I'm gonna pray for y'all. I'm gonna pray for y'all. <laughs> nah, we gonna pray for you, bro. Bless, bless your heart. You bless your legit. heart. Bro, bro you you are delusional if you think that Michael did anything for anybody except himself, bro. Like I, the, the man was a megalomaniac, bro. Like he was, I, he was. But listen, I mean, getting Defensive Player of the Year, all de- you know, all defense, Defensive Player of the Year, and mm-hmm. MVPs in the same season. You know, LeBron was robbed of his right. See, that's that's, you know that's was, what right? I wanted to hear right there. There it is. You know, man, you know people are robbed. He bro, was you, robbed. Hey, okay. bro, we on the same page. We are, bro. Because was robbed. Come and on, Jordan, fam. Jordan did it twice, and so we, but bro, he, can bro. we talk about the like five foot ten white dudes that Jordan was guarding? Like I don't know, sixty oh, percent yep. of the time. Yep, exactly, bro. Oh. Exactly, oh, and vice all versa. All the famers that he played against. Come on, bro. If if LeBron if LeBron was in the league with Michael Jordan. LeBron bro. Beat you <laughs> bro, LeBron would demolish Michael Jordan, bro. He would demolish him, bro. That, like he, I, I, I would say demolish, but he would, he would be giving him that work. I don't care, bro. Like LeBron James's athleticism, speed, IQ in Michael Jordan's time. Nah, bro. Okay. All nah. Right. All right. Nah. All right. We'll let it. We'll let it. If, if, if. You know, we'll, we'll let you live out that fantasy. You the guest. 
I'm gonna respect it for now. Okay, for sure, for sure, but, bro. But let I, me just—I'm gonna let you know. I just—I I respectfully disagree. Okay, I, I respectfully disagree with you. I, I think you need some help. <laughs> think, yeah. Hey, listen, fam, if you're listening, this is how you disagree with your friends. Yes, respectfully. Respectfully. Like, you know, this is all, all speculation at the end of the day. Like, it's all hypotheticals, but I mean, but the stats. As, but as soon as we stop recording, I'm coming at your head. I'm <laughs> <laughs> coming at next. Nah. But what is what is all said and done, bro? And LeBron James retires. Uh, he's the goat, bro. Like I, I don't know what else to say, dude. Like we're gonna be telling our kids about like the fact that we saw LeBron James. Like, all right, yeah, I, all right. We'll let we'll let that we'll let that one live. All right, for we'll sure. We'll let it live for sure. <laughs> Antoine. So you yes, got sir. an album? You got an album? Coming yeah, out. we gotta talk about the album. We gotta talk. I, I can't. I can't let you go off without talking about the album. So tell us a little bit, as much as you can, about the album. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm super excited about it. Uh. The title is called "Light Will Find You." Hey. Um. And <clears throat> I didn't initially kind of start it out this way, but it, it kind of developed. Um. Where all of my projects are connected in 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 a way where they're they're kind of telling a story or a sentence so before i put out dear struggling christian i used to um i used to like make like like tweets like uh with the using the hashtag dear struggling christian so it would be like dear struggling christian um excuse me grace the same grace that saved you is the same grace that'll bring you home it would just have like this this tagline and so um when i Put out the project Dear Struggling Christian, I was like, man, it would be cool to like make a project series that has a sentence. <clears throat> so Dear Struggling Christian is the first part. Even in the dark is the second part. And then Light Will Find You is is the, the ending of the sentence. So uh, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> right there with it. Okay. Hey, I feel like that that meme that like okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's game, bro. Um, but yeah, so altogether, it's like Distrugging Christian, even in the dark light, will find you. Um, and and basically, it's just a story of the fact that you know the grace of God and and His light will always find us in whatever situation we're in. Like there there will always be, even if it's a crack or a sliver, like His light will break through. Um, you know, and I think the resurrection is is a, a it's a it's a glimpse of that. It's, it's a glimpse of the kingdom of God breaking through. Um, and so I'm excited about this album. Like it has to me, some of the best music I've ever created, like on it. Um, I'm super, super excited. It is, fi- it, it, it is fine. I mean, yeah, Devron's heard a lot of the tracks. <laughs> I sent him the demos. Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, like it, it just, I don't know. I, I feel like my hope is that people would, would gain hope from, from this album. Um, and I don't know, man. Like it's, it's. I'm really excited to to finish it and and have it, you know, in people's hands. You know, I'm nervous too because I'm like, dang, what if people like? Oh, this, <laughs> what if they I hate mean, it? I know. I'm like, I've been working on this, and they're like, uh, this is trash. Um, <laughs> I don't think they'll say trash, but you know, I don't know. I w- I will let you know if you're about to release some trash. No, it's just fire. It, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Uh, I appreciate it, it. I I like it, and I think that, um. The listeners are going to resonate with it, and it's it's like I I like that, like there's an Antoine that we know, and there's some mm-hmm. Antoine that's like branching out to some new sounds. Mm-hmm, that, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of like 
I mean, you got you got some you got some songs in there that you can dance to a little yeah, bit. Yeah, bro, exactly. Like step exactly. On. Like with the Tim song. <laughs> Is this like, like a? It's like, like the Tim's <laughs> song? Nah, this, no, 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 no. You're like, doing an old school two step on it. Yeah, know. it's like a little like little like two step put, kind of thing. You put the forces on. That's where. It yeah, be. you put the, the forces the on the uptowns. The uptowns. You put the uptowns yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. like hey, you know, do a little lean back, tear squat, oh, lean back. Okay. You know, kinda. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for it, bro. I'm here for it. But yeah, like I mean, like you said, dude, I am branching out a little bit on it, and I think the element that's like. I think uh, just continuous to to my music is like the honesty and the, yeah. the vulnerability on it. And so people are still going to get that on it. And I mean, like, I'm not branching out too far to where it's like I got some banjos on it or something or like some country steel guitar. But it's like, like, like Devin said, there's there's a joint on there that you can dance to. There's there's some some sway joints, like some old like um there's some old school gospel feel on there like yeah. it's just like all like all night man i can't yeah, wait all, all i love the collabs and you got collabs with a, a couple different people on there i think i do it's gonna be it's gonna be it's, it's fine do. When, when do we uh expect to see that bro man um so i got like two two more songs to finish up um and then it'll be off to mixing so i'm 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 putting a deadline on myself probably like late april early may that. Like that's kind of like the the window that so I'm. So it's about to be the album of the summer. That's what hopefully. we're trying to say. Oh, hopefully. it's a summer joint. It's it's, about to be hopefully, it's gonna summer. be a, it's it's gonna be a summer joint or a spring joint, uh, late spring kind of. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to like really go out with it. I'm trying to like, you know, finally get some music videos popping, like merch, you know, all these different things. So I'm trying to like branch out and kind of make this like a full full album experience kind of thing. So when the merch goes live, let us know. We're gonna promote. We're yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We're gonna have to have bro. you back on too to talk about it too. I got, I got one question though, cause this is this is two burning questions. Let me take that back. Mm-hmm. I got two burning questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One for those of y'all who are just <laughs> listening to this, you don't see my guy Antoine's hair. Antoine, <laughs> I want to know about I want to know about the hair, man. What you got where, the Quest Love hair going on? Yeah, you look like bro. you look like Quest Love. I do. I mean, I don't know, man. Like I kind of just like I don't know. I just let it grow, bro. Like yeah. It just, it just became like one. I used to, I used to, you know, do the fades and, and all that, but I don't know, for some reason, like, I just kind of was like, dang, I want to see how, how much my hair grows. Like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. There's like a natural thing going on. You know, like a lot of people is like, oh, like I'm, you know, pursuing my natural hair. So yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of like, I, what, I like it, man. Listen, I, yeah. I'm here for it. I just didn't know if it had like. Um, if it was something that you like wanted to see it get to a certain size, if you were trying to, like... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I am like, dude, I'm trying to like, I used to have long hair, like a long time ago. Like when I was like 12, bro, I used to have hair past my shoulders, bro. Like legit, like oh, was straighten it. My mom was straightening it and stuff, but but see, it's crazy because <clears throat> you know, like artists like J Cole, for example, when they grow out the hair, that mean they working. They mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was yeah. thinking the same thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I yeah, I mean, but I mean, hair. the hair is going to stay like it's almost like people notice me by my hair. Like, yeah. they know, like, oh, they're like, oh, this answer, you know, like kind of thing. Like, not that I have people noticing me like that, but I know, I know, I know. Like, hey, you don't know. I don't, I don't. But it's like, it's part of my, like, I would say, like kind of your thing right now. My brand. It's part yeah, of my yeah. brand kind of thing. So, um, same with the beard. So it's just yeah. like, it's one of those things that people, it's like a, you know, recognizing piece for them. So, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. So, so my second question is, is like, what 
uh, and this is kind of going back to your music, but like, what's your favorite song that you've ever done? Mm, to date, bro, like that's been out. That's out. That's out. Oh, that's yeah, out. That's, that's out. That's out. That's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's out. <clears throat> Man, I would probably say my favorite song. My favorite song that I probably have out is "Loving Kind," bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the. Devon, what's your honestly... favorite song of his? Oh shoot, I go back. So I, I'm looking at his, his all the songs that he came out with already. I go back and forth between like I, I really love "Even in the Dark." Yeah. So the morning yeah. song is probably one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, "Need You Now" is is dude. Ah, like an underrated one that people that people yeah people sleep up. on that joint, bro. Yeah, that and "Post Tenebras." People sleep on man. Yes, yes. So I man, I'm always torn too because like I I love "Safe." It's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite. Like because there's not many songs out there that like are inherently like Christ centered about mm-hmm. like. Our, our spouse and things yeah like that. yeah yeah like, yeah that's a super dope track for me <clears throat> uh be my everything is all, i just love the the flow of that one but yeah. loving kind's gotta be up there my like top three bro. bro i'm not i'm not playing we were talking about this before the show like like bro we <laughs> we gotta be at least 200 300 streams a week dog. oh dude i appreciate that seriously <laughs> like dang yeah man dude be my everything man like Damn, that's another sleeper. I was listening to it not too long ago, and I was like, "Damn, like what the heck?" Like, it's just been—I mean, it's been like you know, two like two years. Yeah, yeah, like two years, pretty much, uh, almost three years since that that song has come come out. And so it's just like going back and revisiting some of these songs. I'm just like, "Dang, like I remember when I you know recorded this and yeah, where I was at. Legit, I, yeah, yeah, legit, put these songs out, not thinking like." I would be sitting on a podcast with you guys, like listening to this stuff. Like I, you know, like I just put yeah, it out, yeah, yeah kind of thing. And you know, it's just it's just wild. But um, yeah, I would say loving kind, and then I mean Eugene is up there too. Like yeah, I love, I love my wife that loves song. Eugene. That was the one she told you that she's probably been vibing to the most. Yeah, Eugene is is definitely near and dear to me. Um, yeah, I love that song. Dang, that's dope, man. Well, how can we? How wrapping up a little bit? How can we be praying for you? Yeah, um, definitely pray that, you know, everything works out with the, that I get, you know, the the music recorded and songs recorded for, um, you know, this album. I already, like, by the Lord's grace, I already raised up all the money for it. Yeah. Um, so. You, I'm, too. you got you yeah. loyal fans. Like, literally, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I was scared putting that number on it, obviously, because we're in a pand- pandemic and, you know, people, you know. Might be yeah, just cash. started listening to your music and Sheena was like, have we donated yet? <laughs> I was like, no. She was like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I appreciate that, dude. I remember Seriously. I had, I had like, I had messaged you. I was like, yeah, I'm about to donate. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I forgot. And then the next day I went there, I was like, it's like almost done. I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> it was literally a week, bro. It was a week. Like I was just like, I can't believe like I raised 10K in a week. Like that's just like, phenomenal and like you said like i do have some of the best supporters and fans in the world bro like and one thing that i've been learning too is that like which i didn't initially like set out to do like is that like the music that i've been able to create is like transgenerational so it's like it's not like a set people group 
you know, like or a set age range. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like I have like people who message me that are in their fifties or sixties and then like in their in college or married in their thirties and early forties. You know, like it's just it's just like reaching all types of people and I'm just like so thankful for that. So yeah, man. I think we're gonna. Are we gonna be able to have a little special snippet for the for the folks? Oh yeah, you got it, bro. Yeah, look, we we are gonna have it on. We'll we'll, we'll put that producer Chris will put, he he could put that on. Yeah, yeah, producer. Okay, Chris for, sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah, we want to do it. We want to do it like professionally, man. I don't want dog you like that. You know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, bro. I mean, so yeah. So we'll uh. So we got we got a preview of uh one of Antoine's songs that are, that's coming out in his newest album this song uh Coram Deo Antoine mm-hmm. you want to tell people a little bit about your song yeah man um so so Coram Deo is is a Latin phrase um learned from my boy R.C. Sproul our boy you know yeah yeah um and it's a Latin word that means uh living before the face of God um and I kind of like wrote this song um just out of that like i didn't even initially the song wasn't even called that like i just kind of wrote the song and, and attached the name to it but like the song is just basically about like um you know like how we find our being in in the lord you know like we our existence is in in jesus and so he should be um you know the source and the uh just like the the object of our affections so yeah this song is just a, a super worshipful joint um you know, my favorite part is the ending. Um, and one of the one of the the lines is like, "All my joy is found in chasing you, and I'll chase you till I have more of you." Um, mm. You know, and another line is like, "You're my treasure. You're my great reward." Um, yeah. So I, I mean, like, it's just like a very very worshipful song, and and I hope you know it blesses people. So nice. Yeah. So then. We're gonna play that after this episode's over for all the people to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm so happy that we got to have you on the show. Yeah, bro. man, Ooh. this has been, uh, this has been a huge blessing, bro. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been, it's been super fun to kind of, you know, just chop up with you guys and have a, a heated debate about LeBron. <laughs> I will never forget <laughs> that and the fact that <laughs> that David said you look like Groot when you Billy Rock. <laughs> Funniest. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I ever heard, bro. Hey, when when we allowed to tour again, mm-hmm. you gotta come this way. Oh, Facts. absolutely, bro. Absolutely. We'll and we will it. straight up promote that. We will be there. Bro. We'll be in the like, bro. We'll do like a pre-show. We'll do a post-show. Dude, It'll that's be what I'm, Yes, absolutely. We'll I would love to. Take. Just, just come on, come, come on this side. Of the church, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to come to the Midwest, bro. Like, I'm, I'm. Down. Hey, bro. I'm just saying. Listen, you got a, you got a little fan club up here in Indianapolis, man. Let me Dude. just tell you right now. My wife, my wife's been peddling it. Dude. Peddling. I appreciate that, bro. Like me and my wife actually went to Indianapolis. Like, what was that? It was a year and a half ago. Yeah, to the Gospel Coalition. Conference. Conference. Yeah. yeah, the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, so we we drove through Kentucky and and stuff like that. So disrespected me. Straight yeah, up. bro. I don't, I don't think we were cool like that. So <laughs> <laughs> not yet. So, uh, like, but yeah, it was like stalker vibes at first. Then I, was, <laughs> I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> like, Devin's like. Guys. <laughs> no, why did you come by and see me? Like, who is? I'm like, <laughs> who is this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm definitely trying to make a stop over there with you guys, kick it, man, and you know, do a show or whatever. So that'd be legit, so, man. Yeah, 
Well, dude, Ben, I, I have I've loved this time. You, yeah, you know you are more than welcome on this show anytime. Mm-hmm. Anytime. I can't wait to have you back on after LeBron wins number five. After yes, number bro. Six. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yes, he, he, yes here bro. It here it is. If LeBron wins another championship this year, mm-hmm. gonna, it's going to be a whole episode full of people just telling <laughs> And I'm ready for it. I'm here for He's it. He's here for yes. all the smoke. All <laughs> the smoke. You better you better take all that smoke, bro. I want everybody to come in on little five-minute snippets bro. and go off on And him. even if he doesn't win this year, like, there's no pressure on him because it's like, the He's fact is... He's 36, He's and like people are stacking teams just to beat him, bro. Like Ax. it's just, like a 36 year old, bro. Like, like he the did, like he didn't do the same thing against t- uh, bro, bro. Stop it, bro. Like hey, bro, we got a team in Miami. Just hey, to we ain't got stuff. we ain't got time. Get out of right here, bro. Stack a team just to lose to dirt. Come on, now. oh my gosh, bro. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Hey, bro, that's a great place to end on because we don't need no more endeavors. <laughs> we don't, <foolishness>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. I'm gonna I'm call a therapist for <laughs> real quick. That's what this episode was really about. It was intervention. It's it was an intervention. intervention. <laughs> Dave, bro. Yo, this was this was fun for sure. This is definitely fun. For sure, man. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, we're super hyped to have you on again soon. Uh, one thing, Devon, before we jump off here, uh, we're gonna have the uh, the immigration coalition shirts up for another mm. week. Uh, which again, all the proceeds go to providing clean drinking water at the U.S. Mexico border uh, mm-hmm. for those seeking asylum. Um, and so we're really, really trying to push out this last week and uh, grind to get as much support raised for them as we can. They're doing great stuff. Two weeks ago, when it was ice cold in Texas, they're out there providing blankets and heaters. Wow. They, they're out there stretching like the money that they're getting to to mm-hmm. not just provide water, but provide you know all kinds of resources for people that have literally nothing they live in shacks with no roofs with no walls Mm. nothing like so please if you're listening i know you've heard this if you're an avid listener but like like bro we like this is a great ministry to support no matter where your stance on immigration none of that stuff Mm. people deserve water they deserve warmth they deserve just livable conditions Mm -hmm. and no matter where their life is like that's something that we should put forward for yeah. Uh, so listen, we're, we're going to have them going until March 15th and, um, we're, we're going to try to try to do as many as we can. So if you haven't bought yours yet, go get yours free shipping TIC 2021, uh, get you free shipping on those bad boys, order a mm-hmm. bunch of them, give them to your kids, family, whatever. Um, but we're really trying to blow that out this last week. That's all I got, Devin. All right. Until next time. Peace. All right, child. Thank you for having me. Peace. Time and time again I know that I've seen your hands Holy and holding me up Again and again Through all the ups and the downs
Oh. 